0: Welcome, everyone, to Merrimack College. Merrimack Warrior Hockey back on the air. Warriors get set to face Canisius as it's the final game before Merrimack's holiday break. John Leahy with you, and we visit with Merrimack head coach Mark Dennehy. And, Mark, perhaps we could start with a look back at 3-3 tie at UConn uh, a week ago Friday. Three-gold third period. I would imagine some good competitiveness and uh, some resiliency shown by the Warriors.
1: Well, I thought it was a, uh, you know, it wasn't a 60-minute uh, performance, although I thought it was a 60-minute effort, but I thought... Uh, You know, we played well for uh, large stretches of that game. Uh, There's always going to be ebb and flow to the game, but I thought that we were the better team uh, for most of that game. There was probably a seven-minute window there uh, where we gave up two goals. Um, And, you know, on our heels a little bit, I think some of it we did to ourselves. And obviously taking multiple penalties in a row uh, hurts you. But... um, Overall, I was happy uh, with the resiliency down 2 nothing in the third uh, to, to come back and tie it and then get ahead. Then you flip it again, and now you're up a goal, and you know there's less than two minutes to play. You want to be able to bring that game home. But uh, again, you, know, you look at the whole body of work, I thought it was a, a good effort on our part. Uh, got a point on the road, and um, uh, know that we'll, we, we'll finish no lower than six going into the break. Well, Mark, obviously one of the biggest takeaways would have to
0: be uh, seeing the power play get going. Uh, how gratifying was that?
1: Um, you know, I'm happy for the guys that are on the power play. Happy for Coach Gilligan, who's been working tirelessly, uh, you know, all, all with it. Um, and again, I think it's somewhat uh, symbolic of uh, they took a couple penalties in a row and ended up uh, get, going on the five on three and kind of got us rolling a little bit. So hopefully that's something that um, frees us up a little bit and gets us to, uh, to to continue to progress on the power play. We're going to need it uh, when it really matters. Well, Mark, uh,
0: even with UConn tying on that late, Ludwig Larson had a chance with a breakaway. Two- seconds left uh, that put the cap on one entertaining third period but all in all it seemed like Ludwig had another strong game
1: he did you know I think he's, he's getting more comfortable with every game we've got him back to his natural position at center and I think uh, you know he's getting he's creating opportunities not only for himself but also for his line mates uh, for Hamp and for Chris uh, that lines together tonight again uh, so since we put them together at Providence we think they've done a pretty good job uh, it'll be another opportunity tonight to see how they play well, Mark, we
0: get another look at Canisius today, second time around. Uh, they come to town led by a couple of t- terrific players, Shane Conacher, Ralph Kademi. They're coming off a big win over Robert Morris. And uh, second time around, as we said, uh, what are your thoughts on Canisius this time around?
1: You know, it's, it's, and what I've said to our guys, um, you know, to me, the psychology of, of the athletes is probably one of the most telling factors in wins and losses. Um, and... You know, this is a big game for them. They're an Atlantic League team. Uh, they're coming in, coming into our building, um, you know, and, and they'd love to knock us off. Um, we've got to look at this game uh, as important, if not more. Obviously, there are uh, pairwise uh, implications. But, uh, you know, I really think that hockey, more often than not, wins go to the team that wants it the most and is willing to do whatever it takes, and um, and so we've got to be excited about this. This is our last opportunity before the break to play. Um, we've got to dictate the pace of play, and we've got to want it more, and we've got to show that through our play, and so that's really what it's about. Um, they, they've got some guys that can score goals, uh, especially up top, um, in a little bit of a roller coaster season for themselves. They're a young team. They've had highs. They've had lows, um, but at the end of the day, it should be about us, and it should be about how we play well, Mark, we may have touched on this
0: earlier, but uh, you have a hockey history with Kenesha's head coach Dave Smith. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about how your paths have crossed.
1: Yeah, um, I, I played in Europe uh, in 91-92 and came back 92-93 and had a tryout with the, the Fort Wayne Comets. Al Sims, uh, for those older Bruins fans, you remember Al Sims, uh, was the coach there. Um, and so Smitty and I were both trying to basically walk on. Neither one of us had contracts. We were there trying out and uh, ended up sticking, uh, ended up getting caught and, and going to these East Coast league but um you know i got to know him a little bit uh you know we played a couple of exhibition games together he loves to tell the story of uh how i sobbed uh when i had to get stitches uh, during an indianapolis scrimmage uh, i think he remembers it a little differently than i do but um, uh, i've known him ever since then he kind of got into college hockey the same time i did and uh, now he's running his own program and, and doing some pretty good things up in buffalo well,
0: Mark, in terms of keys to the game, puck possession has been a positive for Merrimack, sort of a negative for Canisius thus far. Do you look to continue that uh, trend? Do you look to continue to control that? And Are there other factors involved?
1: Well, you know, I think it all begins and ends uh, in our zone on the breakout. If we can get back to pucks, uh, do a good job in the middle of the rink slowing them down, get back on pucks and break them out cleanly, now we can get through the middle of the rink with speed and if not be able to attack them on the rush, then at least get it behind them and, and cycle the puck down low. Um, yeah, you know, I think everyone in college hockey now is looking at puck possession. It's something they pay attention to at the NHL level. Uh, it's a lot easier on your team physically if you're in the offensive zone um, With that said, I think we need to continue to work on uh, good net front presence and getting more pucks to the net. I felt like we haven't, you know, one of the areas that we can improve on is being prepared to shoot sooner, uh, being ready to shoot sooner, and then having, you know, some guys uh, in front of the net and, and, and if not in front of the net, going to the net hard and and really with a passion. So those are some of the things we're going to work on
0: today. Mark, just in terms of uh, the lineups, the most significant uh, thing we see, most significant change, I guess, is uh, Drew Vogler gets the start today, uh, first professional, uh, first uh, collegiate start, I should say, and uh, really a chance to see what he can do in, in terms of starting a game.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, we've been looking for an opportunity to uh, to get Drew a start and really see, you know, what he what he's made of. He's really progressed a lot. In the couple months of practice that we've had in in limited viewings, he's played pretty well. I know he went in uh, against Union and, and uh, let up a goal, but played I thought played pretty well um, for large stretches of that period. So uh, it's an opportunity to, to to get him some ice time, and um, you know we're confident in his abilities, uh, but also looking forward to seeing what he can do. Um, you know it's this is an important game for us, and we need to treat it as such. So uh... you know he's in there because we think he's capable we brought him in here because we think he's capable so hopefully he's he's in a, a good state of mind and ready to have some fun himself
0: mark lastly uh... with the shorter break this year only nine days between games around the holidays how does that impact your preparation relative to seasons where you've had longer breaks
1: well you know you want you want to give the guys some time to, to obviously enjoy their families that's the you know most important part of the christmas season is is your family and friends um, you know but I think their mind will be on hockey. And, you know, we've gotten off to a pretty good start here. And and I think there's something to build on. And you don't want to get too far away from it. So, with a quick turnaround, uh, there's not going to be a lot of time to get away from it. Yeah. You know, the, the guys that are going home will have a few days to hang out and, and uh, like I said, enjoy their family and friends and the holiday season. And, and then we're right back at it with a great trip to West Point, which is one of my favorite places in, in the U.S. to go um, and play a team that, that beat uh, UConn 2 nothing that, you know, is, is again, had some ups and downs, but has shown that they can beat quality opponents in their barn. So uh, we'll have our hands full there, but really looking forward to that trip as well.
0: Well, Mark, I want to take this opportunity to wish you a Merry Christmas. I hope it's a great one for Heather or the girls, yourself, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you uh, at West Point on the 29th. Thanks for your time.
1: Thanks, John. Same to you and, and same to all the listeners and, and supporters of Merrimack College Hockey, alumni and, and friends alike. Merry Christmas. Uh, be safe. Enjoy. And um, I still think there's some uh, second-half season ticket packages mm-hmm. that, that would make great stocking stuffers. So we hope to see you in Lawler soon.
0: All right, that's Mark Denny. He's the head coach of Merrimack Men's Ice Hockey. When Mike Macnick and I return, we'll have the Dunkin' Donuts starting lineups coming up.
1: And you're tuned in to Merrimack Warrior Hockey right here on the Merrimack Radio Broadcast Network.